And the question is, what exactly are we checking for? This reflection that we look at in the mirror, that that's just what it is. When we think about it on just surface level, the object in the mirror is offering no judgment. It's our mind that turns the reflected image into a weapon against us. Our mind believes our culture and society that the shape of us determines how we fit into this world. And that is so far from the truth. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the podcast. How are we doing? It is officially February crazy just how time is flying by. I feel like we always say that, but for me, it feels like I should still, my head is still stuck in Christmas time. I'm not sure. Just time is flying by. I don't know if you guys feel that same way. Maybe your January is really slow. I'm kind of jealous if that's the case. My, um, I've been trying to just slow down and take moments of rest and pause because my weeks, I feel like i wake up, it's Monday, and I blink, and it's Friday. It's crazy. But I hope you guys are doing well. If you are new here, welcome. I am so excited that you stumbled upon this, however you found it, found me, and we can be friends now. We can just sit, hang out, chat, walk, drive, whatever you're doing. Imagine that I am just sitting right next to you, and we're going to have a little girl chat today. Okay? But yeah, I hope everybody's year has gone so well so far. I know we're into the February season, which means like if you were setting New Year's intentions, resolutions, whatever you want to call them, I hope the consistency is just staying strong. Remember, I don't believe in motivation around here. It really comes down to your values and creating, putting habits in place that will help you stay consistent. And whatever consistent means for you for that week, be flexible to that. Whatever your best looks like for that moment, that season doesn't have to be what it was three years ago when you had no commitments, not a full-time job, whatever it might've been. That is kind of the premise of the podcast, right? Like we talk through things in regards to this crazy thing we called life and know that we're not alone. Know that the season that you're in, whatever that might be, whether it's a high one or a low one, you are meant to be there and you can be the girl who can with who you are right now, okay? So what I actually wanna talk about today is how we feel physically in our body. And this is just something that I 
am super passionate about because if you are new around here, I'm a dietitian. And so this is my world in regards to health and physical and mental well-being. They two, those two things really uh, need to be meshed together when we're thinking about them. But when people think about me as a dietitian, or even just like when I people ask me what I do and I tell them I'm a dietitian, all hell breaks loose. I feel like if we're having conversation over dinner, they just feel like I am judging every single thing about them, how they look, what they're eating, just the whole nine yards. And that quite honestly is really frustrating to me because just because I have this job title as a dietitian, they are essentially immediately attacking who I am as a person in my character. They're assuming that I am judgmental and they are assuming that I think the measure of health is just what they look like physically. And that is not what I believe at all. I am a dietitian because I genuinely want to help people and serve people, specifically women. And that's also why I started this platform to serve you and encourage you and feel like you can feel like you can be strong physically and mentally. And that has nothing to do with what you look like. And it's not about how much willpower you have. It's about the ability to do something for you at the end of the day, the ability for you to invest in you and your health because you are worth it. And the ability to do that and learn the meaning of consistency and have this definition of consistency for you, which then allows you to show up, not for you at the end of the day, but Ultimately, that helps you be generous towards your family, your friends, because you're able to put you first. So that's why I am a dietitian. And that's why this topic is so important to me, because I want to talk about how you can stop letting the mirror define your worth. I feel like I sprinkle things in here and there throughout my podcast episodes about your confidence as it relates to your health, because I believe it is a foundation to many things in life. And I've seen women reclaim back their life when they begin to respect and honor their body by treating it with love. And I've even seen that with myself. Like, obviously, I wouldn't be a dietitian if I didn't have um, my own personal story, right? But what I see so often is women coming to me and just in general, you know, like we see it online or on TV shows, like it's just everywhere in our culture is that women attach their health or nutrition when they want to focus on that to a specific diet, only what they will look like for the outcome of that. And look, I get it. I think it is okay to have a physical goal, wanting to lose body fat or wanting to gain muscle, wanting to look, quote, fitter, whatever that standard is to you. I have nothing against physical goals, and I don't think that is unhealthy, and I don't think that is vain. I think where we go wrong, though, is putting our worth in that alone, in what we look like or only think that we will finally have the confidence when we look a certain way, whether that's physically, whether it's a hair color, whether it's your skin, whether it's what you're wearing, or we will only be likable if we finally change our bodies. That is where that narrative can become very harmful and we have to be aware. We have to like have this armor on towards our thoughts because 
our world and society frames us to think that way. Because think about it. We look at ourselves in the mirror when we wake up. We look in ourselves in the mirror when we go to the bathroom multiple times a day. I mean, we look at ourselves when we're washing our face or whatever you're doing at in the night. Like we are faced with the reflection of ourselves countless times a day. And the question is, what exactly are we checking for? This reflection that we look at in the mirror, that that's just what it is. When we think about it on just surface level, the object in the mirror is offering no judgment. It's our mind that turns the reflected image into a weapon against us. Our mind believes our culture and society that the shape of us determines how we fit into this world. And that is so far from the truth. That the size of us determines our worth or how much we're supposed to like or dislike ourselves, that is so far from the truth. And like when we say it out loud, like of course we would disagree with that. But when we think about our own thoughts that come in on a day-to-day basis, like we're subconsciously agreeing to what society's narrative is for us. And we disagree or dis- and we disregard all the other skills or qualities that you have that are wonderful. And we just completely throw those out the window or just kind of neglect them because we are so focused on what is in the mirror. And when we look in the mirror, yeah, we, we might get angry. And I have, I battle those thoughts too. We want to maybe avoid the mirror. Maybe we want to cry because we don't like the reflection, but the anger that leads you to feel like there's no path forward, that just keeps you stuck, right? Like it can lead to self-loathing, feeling sorry for ourselves, running, ruining it, letting it ruin our day, feeling fed up, not knowing where to start, feeling unworthy. And again, I say all those things because I have felt all those things. And I work with women who also I empathize and sit and and let them feel those things because those are real, but we have to understand like where they came from. And when we give the mirror and those thoughts, the power to shape us, what happens? You just stop enjoying life. You avoid places where appearances emphasize, whether it's like a holiday party or a birthday party, being photographed, family pictures, like the list can go on and avoidance feels safe at first right? Like we think that's us just protecting ourselves from feeling a certain way, not wanting to just put ourselves in an uncomfortable situation at the time. But avoidance will ultimately result in loneliness and isolation. And I don't want that for you. Like I am sitting here with you to be your friend and let you know, like, I want to help and pull you up, grab your hand. If this is you, Come connect with me over on social media at Aris Lujano or at the Girl Who Can podcast linked in the show notes or email me if that's old school, like whatever. I read all the emails and everything is linked in the show notes. Like I want to be here for you and I want you to know like I am not that far away, even though it might seem that way. And you maybe we've never met, obviously, for some of you. But the like I said, the avoidance feel safe at first, but then it can lead to isolation. And when we're in isolation and without community, your thoughts just get louder because of the only ones that you are believing. And your thoughts turn into beliefs about yourself, which is what I don't want to happen, okay? You are the girl who can stop putting your worth 
in what you see in the mirror. Okay. And so I want to share with you my story as well, because I've walked through these things and gone through a season of my life where I thought my worth was just defined by the way that I look and what I saw in the mirror. And, you know, I also want to be transparent. Like, do I still have physical goals for myself in this very exact moment? Yes. But that really is like the side effect of what's priority for me now. I my priority is respecting my body and making sure I'm treating it with kindness, which is what we will talk about later in the episode. But from that, I know that my worth is not found in what I see in the mirror. I will walk you through what I have done to get to that place and what you can do to reflect and get yourself to that place. It's a journey um, where then you know your worth is not defined where then you know your worth is not defined by your physical appearance. But we'll get there, I promise. But from when I was in, I think it was like middle school when my connection with food specifically started, uh, my parents would take us on road trips, my sister and I, and I just love trying new foods in new places. And my mom would also explain like how those foods were a part of different cultures. And I just got super fascinated in how food and cultures were connected and it just like brought everybody together like if you think about it that's one thing we all have in common we got to eat we got to drink and so that can be a very intimate experience for a family and a culture and you have your own favorite foods and even in my family own favorite foods that we would make and homemade like it is very special and some foods can have a, a huge story behind it and so i just fell in love with that narrative around food. But then when I started to actually neglect that beauty that food can bring, I started to develop a very unhealthy relationship with food because I was so I was associating food to how it would impact me physically, meaning how I looked. And I actually don't think I've ever shared this with anybody outside of Tyler, who's my fiance. So actually warning if anybody is listening to this and has had a past history of an eating disorder, I and you get triggered, I encourage you to skip forward about 30 seconds because this might be triggering. But I remember like in high school, at a certain point, like I was just so physically, I was so focused on how I physically looked and wanted to be like small where I would purposely eat like two crackers for lunch because I really wanted to see my hip bones in a bathing suit when I lay down. And it was a very, very unhealthy place for me to be in at such a young age. And I was going through that by myself, you know, like that was my own narrative I was creating for in my head. And I remember having literally a Pinterest board that had all these model photos in it that were like my quote body inspo. And it is It was so harmful for my young teenage mind. And when I reflect back on it, I wasn't doing it for anybody else. Like when I I sit and actually think about it, I don't remember having thoughts like I was doing that to get to a certain size, like for a certain guy's attention or to fit in. Like I had friends and I had a good family life. I just felt like I would like me more if I looked a certain way. And the willingness to accept myself was placed in what I was looking at in the mirror, defined by what I saw on Pinterest or what I saw on MySpace at the time that another girl had. Like it it was me. I thought I would like myself more and my worth was dependent on what I looked like. And 
unfortunately, I think a lot of us fall into that place from time to time. And especially now as a dietitian, I have really fallen in love what it means to fuel your body and mind. And, but if I'm honest, I still have days where I look in the mirror and I don't like how I look. I'm like, wow, I look terrible. I wish I could change X and change Y. Like, that's just the truth. We live in a world who tells us that we need to constantly be changing things about ourselves in order for us to finally accept. But accept what? Like, by whose standards? The unrealistic expectations of the world? Like, and that's what I mean. Like, we have to have this armor up in order to recognize our thoughts and just say, like, stop. But now, just like I did right now, like, I snap myself out of it because I know better than to stay in that space, that mentally unhealthy, physical space that doesn't make me feel good and it makes me feel isolated. But those are also real moments that I still want to acknowledge um, that still creep in, you know, for me. And I have to accept that I can't really escape them. Like we live in this fallen world, right? Like we have to know how to roll with the resistance and have the weapons in our back pocket and ready to fight off and move past those thoughts. Because wow, we can be very mean to ourselves, critique our hair color, our skin texture, our eyebrows, our skin color, our weird birthmarks. I have one I hated for the longest time, the way our nose looks, like all the things, fill in the blank. We can be so mean to ourselves. And I said this in, I think it was like the last podcast episode or maybe just a few back, but like, think about how, if you had a daughter or maybe you currently have a daughter and you heard her talking to herself the way that sometimes you talk to yourself, what would you do if you heard her saying those things out loud? You'd probably be really upset and sad for her. Like, why are you speaking to yourself in this way? Like, I just see you as your mom in the most beautiful, perfect way. And so think about that and let that simmer because who knows, like the behaviors that, because who knows the behaviors that you are displaying right now, like I'm sure you don't want to pass down to your daughter, like her seeing you critique your body or say negative things about yourself because then she accepts that as the norm too. And so think about how you would talk to your younger self or if you had a daughter or you have a daughter, how you would talk to them. And I'm sure it would be very different than you being saying mean things um, about yourself. So I want to move into what I did to help not place my worth in my body and some things you can do to feel like the girl who can do the same, right? So why you're here, that's why this podcast is in existence. So first is recognize what your body does for you. And this can look like, right, I get like a dry erase marker and write affirming messages on your mirror that describe facts about your body and its function that are away from critical judgment or physical appearance. Saying something like, um, my nose helps me smell or my neck supports my head or my legs allow me to walk with my daughter, walk with my friends, like something that is away from your physical appearance, but helps you recognize what your body does for you and puts your mind in a position to stay grateful for 
those things because that's what our bodies are here for for you to live and breathe and carry out your life and do things that just help you carry on another day and this can be something like writing on your mirror like I just um, explained you can write it down like literally write down affirmations to yourself and write down things you like about your body and this can be very hard to do I recognize that especially if you're in a space of hating your body right now or hating physically what it looks like but if it's hard to write a love letter to your body that's when really you should do this activity so then you can actively pull out of the bag like things that you do like maybe it's your laugh maybe it's your eye color maybe it's the way you are able to listen to other people like write um, skills and qualities that maybe you've been neglecting because you put in been putting so much emphasis on what you physically look like. And so that's number one. Number two, ask yourself where this negative narrative is coming from. A lot of times when we sit with this, we might find that the thought that we have about our thighs, you know, the way they look in jeans, we don't like what it, what they look like, that and this fixation on let's just say your thighs is coming from a comment that was made from a family member when we were little a parent and commenting on our weight or appearance or a friend saying something or all of our friends around us maybe don't look like the way that we do so we feel out of place really start to sit and see where this negative narrative is coming from and then when you sit and and recognize it you know that helps Take some of the pressure off of you, making you feel like you're the failure and you're unable to do X, Y, and Z because that's not the case. And this can this can come from going to therapy, seeking emotional support. I am not a therapist, but I am just bringing this to your attention and what my personal experiences are to help you recognize and build up that armor so then we can put our worth somewhere else, okay? Other than physical appearances. But number three, this might be harsh for some of you, but honestly, it's not all about you. We live in a world that is very self-driven, okay? Every decision we make, society has ingrained in us to ask how this will affect you. Will I be satisfied with this? Will this make me happy? Does this make me feel good? And yes, your happiness is important, but when we are putting so much emphasis on what we see in the mirror, like that's kind of vain, at the end of the day, we are just carrying out our lives and our worth based on our physical appearance and doing all these mirror checks and we either love it or we hate it, that the world is not all about you and what you look like. When you're walking down the street, the person isn't looking at you saying, oh, she looks like this. That is in your own narrative, in your own mind. I can guarantee you 99.99% percent of people out there when they're talking to you, they're not looking at that freckle that um, you hate so much. Okay. It's not all about you. Think about what you can do for other people, what you can, the impact you can make in this world, you guys, if we put our efforts towards something that actually will create change in the world, that actually will have positive impact. That has nothing to do with the 1% of body fat that is on your thighs that nobody is thinking about other than you. But I get it. Like it can bring, it, it can be important to some of you. And physical goals, again, aren't anything that is wrong. And that is 
unhealthy, but take inventory of how much pressure you put on yourself to look a physical certain way. Is that the main priority in your life over other things? You know, yes, it's important to make your health a priority, but I'm talking about your physical appearance. Is that the main focus that is taking up a lot of your thoughts? If so, we got to sit with them. We got to sit with that and see where it's coming from. Um, So just checking like your intentions behind the goals that you are making. And, you know, why live a life making decisions based on what you see in the mirror? Okay, we, you start and end each day by looking in a mirror. So every day, it's up to you to choose who you see in that mirror. Will you see a confident woman ready to conquer the day and the task in front of her to help others also be their best selves? I hope so. Because think about that question. That has nothing to do with what you look like. That is just you mentally carrying out that confidence no matter what you look like. Or will you stand in the mirror in the morning and just see the flaws and let that affect your day? And then that can affect your habits. That can affect your conversations with other people and spiral. And so the next tip is limit time on social media. If you've been around here for a while, you know how I feel about this. So I I hope I don't have to go into a lot of detail. I have a love-hate relationship with social media. Social media just can frame our thoughts about ourselves, can lead to comparison. But I also think social media can be a very healthy place. So take inventory of who you're following. Make sure it is accounts that are giving you life, not sucking energy out of you. Mute people's stories if you have to, if you feel like you are constantly comparing yourself to what so-and-so is doing, where they're traveling, what they look like, their workout routine. You know, there are so many influencers out there that can be planting seeds in an unhealthy way in your mind. Not saying that about everybody, but um, just take inventory and limit your time on social media. I personally take Mondays off social media for the past year in 2021, and I'm doing it again in 2022. It really helps me set up my week for success, knowing that, you know, I am not going to start my week off by focusing on what my friend from high school is doing, but really just setting intentions for myself to make sure that I am mentally healthy for the week. So that, I don't have to go deep into that. I have multiple podcast episodes on social media, just scroll down and find one. But number five is doing things that bring you life again. What lights you up? What makes you feel inspired? What helps you feel creative? What brings you life? That is a question unique to you that you can't get an answer from social media. Okay. And I guarantee you that what brings you life is not connected to your size or how many pounds that show up on that scale. I bet you it has something to do with your mind and your heart, your joy, your humor, your talents, your loving self, your gifts, those things that can be actually utilized. If you don't utilize those gifts, you'll be leaving behind so much unfulfilled potential to be your best self all year round. And so that's why doing things that bring you life is so important to change the narrative away from putting your worth in what you look like. 
don't limit yourself by feeding into the negative energy and the lies that surround us. Pick up that camera and develop that passion again. Go volunteer, start that baking business, go dancing with a friend and wear the dress that you've been wanting to buy. Go take yourself on a date and buy yourself a new outfit. And who cares? Like nobody, you're not going to go to that restaurant and people aren't going to be like, they're probably going to be staring at you and being like, she looks good. Not why is she wearing that? And you got to change that narrative for yourself too. Because yeah, for sure. We might walk in that restaurant. We're like, oh my gosh, they're looking at me thinking, why am I wearing this? I'm overdressed, blah, blah, blah. I don't look good. Like, but we got to put up our armor. We got to put up our armor. And if it's something that you did initially and you made the commitment to know that this is going to bring me life and this might be really uncomfortable, but this is me feeling like I can, which is why you're here, um, go do it. This is a permission slip, giving you permission and send me a picture of whatever you're doing. <laughs> okay. I want to, I want to cheer you on, but that was number five. I think number six is use the mirror to your advantage. You know, I don't want this whole conversation to be like, just neglect how you look in the mirror. Don't focus on your appearance or don't focus on what you look like to others, but use the mirror to your advantage. And what I mean by that is be present with yourself. Give yourself the undivided attention it deserves despite your busy life. Let being in front of a mirror become intentional, not a space to be in self-adoration. That's not what I'm saying. Not saying like blow kisses at yourself and worship your body in the mirror. Not what I'm saying at all. But rather use that time in the mirror to check in with yourself, how you're feeling, even if that does connect to your appearance. Sometimes your face can reveal a lot. Instead of saying you hate your skin and then we move on and complain, maybe it's trying to tell you something. Do you need to drink more water? Do you need to eat more nourishing foods? Do you need to get more sleep? You know, give yourself that space to check in. Despite the various dramas in your life and the busyness of what's going on, using the mirror to face yourself and ground yourself by simply just looking at yourself with a little bit of kindness, love, and compassion. And that's all I have for you guys today. I hope this was a helpful conversation. Always here to walk and talk these things through with you. You know, these are things that I constantly have to check myself of. And being in the space of nutrition and health as a dietitian, this is what I love. So thank you. If you made it this far in this conversation, you listening to this episode really does bring me so much gratitude for you, whoever you are. If you're a returning listener, if you're a new listener, I'm just so grateful for you. And if this uh, conversation helped or inspired you in any type of way, we want to grow this community. So please share it to a friend, pass it along or share it in your stories. Take a screenshot and tag me at the girl who can podcast or at Arisa Lujano. Both of those handles are linked in the show notes. DM me on social media. I want to know who you are, what you're doing, what you're up to, what you learned. And if you could also do me a favor by leaving me a review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening, it would mean the world to me. Okay. Just search my name, click on the Grow Who Can podcast, scroll down, tap those stars, write a short review. It takes 30 seconds, maybe less, but it goes so far. So again, I hope you guys are having a fantastic week, but remember you are the girl who can stop letting the mirror define her worth 
And with that, everybody, I will chat with you next Wednesday. Bye.